So, are you ready for some serious shenanigans? Welcome to BV Nation Radio with Jada and Carl. Oh, yes. Once again, we are live coming at you from the Cowboy Technology Studios here in Oregon City, Oregon, on this lovely February 4th, 2018, right here on BV Nation Radio. I'm your host, J-Dub, and unfortunately, we are without our co-host, Carl, tonight. Carl! Uh, yes, Carl is gone. So, filling in behind the mic is our producer, Josh Kayser. Welcome to the show, brother. Yes, the high-tech redneck himself. Thank you for having me on. It's good uh, to be here, J-Dub. Absolutely, brother. Glad to have you aboard. So, a uh, couple quick things. want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, so we will go ahead and give them their few seconds of fame. Hey, Bulldog here. I realize that you have plenty of options when it comes to veteran apparel, but the only way you're going to truly know which one you like and which one feels best for you is if you check them all out. So I'm asking you, go to threatcon5clothing.com and check out our wide variety of hats, hoodies, stickers, and of course t-shirts. That's www.threatcon5clothing.com. American made, combat veteran approved. And don't forget, wear the grenade. Hi everyone, J-Dub here from BB Nation to speak with you about our friends over at Warrior Point. Warrior Point is a nonprofit organization focused on bringing veterans together to help service members from all branches and all areas of service to help rebuild the camaraderie forged between service members during their time in the military. And Warrior Point strives to accomplish their mission just like you do during your time of service. There's no fees to join and it's 100% free. So log on to Warrior Point with an E org and become one of the uncommon few why does it always take the hard times to get people back together again but I believe in America I believe in America one nation under God still proud and strong alright so, again, thank you to our sponsors at Threatcom 5 Clothing and Warrior Point. Want to go ahead and do a couple Facebook shout-outs tonight to some pages that are sharing the show this evening. Uh, first off, going to shout-out to our friends over at Zero Thirty. Next up, we got Grunts with Grills. Got those guys down in Southern Oregon. Thank you, Matt Phillips. Appreciate it. Uh, Patrick over at Kilo Charlie Clothing. Thank you very much for sharing the show tonight, as well as all the rest of the fans of Backwoods Veterans and many, many more. We can't do this show without your guys' support, guys, right here on VRS, so thank you. Thank you very much. We do greatly appreciate it. Got some good news for you guys tonight. If you care to jump in into the conversation, we got our Skype line up. You can text us directly right there on Skype at jdub, j-dub, at vrs and you can also go ahead and call directly into the show with our new blast line we got all set up here and that phone number for you if you want to call in and join in on the conversation is 541-904-0399 and it looks like we got someone trying to call in already uh-oh 
Let's see who we got. 503, go ahead. You're on the air with J-Dub and Josh. What's going on? Oh. Oh. Oh, man. It's just literally me. Oh, it's just. Who, who is this? It's Carl. Carl. It's Carl. Carl, what did you do? What's going on, brother? Oh, man, just sitting here enjoying the view of all these lights trickling up the mountainside. It's amazing. Nice. Very nice. So glad to hear you can at least get the call in, brother. Yeah, sorry I can't be there tonight for the listeners and everything else. Josh is more than reputable for a fit. <laughs> well, I hope so. He's been around long enough, man. He's the one that's uh, got us all hooked up with the studio. So, yeah, I, I hope he knows what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. We couldn't have asked for a better guy to do it, too. I mean, he's just absolutely on the ball with everything. I mean, and it comes, you know, I haven't had a chance to say thank you either. So this is my thank you, Josh. I appreciate everything you do for us. And Hey, you were very welcome, my friend. I'm I'm happy to be here and uh, happy to be a part of uh, the uh, Backwoods Veterans uh, team and and uh, kicking off this radio show and all that here on VRS, so it's uh, it's wonderful, and I'm very glad to hear that you're able to uh, take a break down there and uh, give us a call and and uh, uh, join us. There's not much of a break. We've got three days to do final tech inspection on King of the Hammers rig. Um, we've got uh, a lot of things to finish up. Now, now you guys had you guys had a little bit of issues heading down there, didn't you? The trailer that uh, the gentleman that drove me down, Greg Redall, um, the trailer was just, something got screwed up in the axles, and the equalizer was dragging on the ground, which is, you know, it equalizes out the load of the axles. So, we kept having issues with it, kept having issues with it. We were supposed to be on the road at 11.30 at night, and we ended up being on the road at 6.54 in the evening, and we got into California... At seven o'clock at my parents' house. So wow! But you got it all. Uh, it sounds like uh, your folks had a trailer or something to use. No, actually, the gentleman that owns the rig, uh, Adam Knudsen, uh for Riot Fabworks, which is the local guy, uh, Darren Estacated, that has everything you could think of for machinery. Knudsen, was that the yeah. guy that you were talking about that, were, that we were calling him Nutsack here the other night on the on the show? Yeah. Or at least that you were calling he, Nutsack? He got so tired of everybody screwing up his name so bad. He literally looked at me one day and goes, don't call me Knudsen, call me Nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, it, 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 was, it was funny. Uh, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're just hanging out. Um, the place that we're actually at is away from 29 Palms. Uh, Ooh, 29 Stumps, SoCal. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to our Marines listeners down there. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we can't uh, forget our guys yeah. on the other side of the freeway over there at uh, Fort Irwin, over there at NTC. Yeah. Don't forget those guys. They might get mad. Yeah, right? Hey, I know a lot of those 11th ACR guys. Tell you what, they're no joke down there, dude. That's right. They're they're not no match for the for the mighty third, but that's a little bit of my uh my bias kicking in brave rifles. So uh-huh. yeah, Good. exactly. <laughs> so uh, no, we're about twenty minutes from Yucca. We're in Johnsonville State Park. Um, it's it's awesome, dude. There's 
there's probably at least uh, 100 cars in the 36 or the 4600 class. Um, Ultralights and all the dirt bikes did there yesterday. And back to shoot out tonight. Um, they have the R week. So eventually we're going to get up there and go with those guys. Um, check them out, see what's going on. And, and it's, just, it, it's a cool ass experience. Nice, man. Nice. Well, Carl, we appreciate you calling in, buddy. We got to uh, Charlie Mike on with the show. So we do appreciate you calling in, man. And we got to open up the uh, the phone lines for anyone else that's trying to call in. But, again, we appreciate you calling in, brother. And, uh, yeah, be sure you post up some pictures from uh, your adventures down there in SoCal for King of the Hammers, man. I I definitely will, man. You guys will see a lot of pictures on the DRS website. Nice. One more thing real quick. Inga? They made bacon tacos. Now you have to come over and make tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I found them on the carpet. That's well, some BS, man. Well, you heard them right there, Inga, because we know you're listening. We see you checked in already. So, but yeah, make sure uh, you got those ready for Carl when he gets back. So, Damn. All right, brother. But we will talk. All right, guys. All right, have Carl. Yep, you take care, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right, so Charlie, Mike, and on. So, all right, so we got our shout-out line all set up and going, like we said. Uh, also, wanted to uh, give you guys a heads up. We went ahead and posted on our website, uh, on the new Facebook page for the show, BB Nation Radio, there on Facebook. Um, we have been working with Chad, a.k.a. Bulldog, over there at Threatcom 5 Clothing and compliments of him as well as a team up with Backwoods Veterans. We do have our line of shirts available on Threatcom5Clothing.com's website. So it's actually a pretty decent shirt. You know, it's a black t-shirt with white lettering. It says BB Nation across the front. has a Threatcom 5 flag on the right shoulder, same as what you would wear on your uniform. And on the left sleeve is our Backwoods Veterans logo. Uh, the backside of it, uh, Josh, if you can bring it up, actually has a quote that we were working on for one of our other prototypes. And it has uh, the Warriors Memorial, you know, with the, the M4, with the bayonet, the Kevlar on top of the buttstock and the boots, so the dog takes and stuff. And the back reads, no bullet, no shell. No demon in hell shall ever break this bond known as brothers, nor ever forget the ones who fell. So, those t-shirts, we have them available in both the men's as well as in the women's. We have those available in both the regular women's t-shirts and the v-necks as well for you ladies that want to go ahead and uh, get you one of those. So, they cost $24 uh, from anywhere from small up to... Extra large, any size after that is a dollar more per size. And Threatcom 5 Clothing, they have their uh, portion of the profits from these t-shirts are going to a veteran-based program that they're donating to, as well as us here at Backwoods Veterans. Our portion is going to be donated to the uh, Veterans Cup of Joe. And they are working with the VFW nationally to, uh, what was it? They're helping out with different communities and building the little tiny home villages and stuff for homeless and disabled veterans. Yeah, those are pretty cool. So that way is helping those folks get back up on their feet. 
So that way, you know, gives them the voc- uh, vocational training and things like that, gives them actual job skills and puts a roof over their head and everything. It's not a permanent solution, but it's a step in that direction. Yeah. So no, and that's and that's a great thing, and you know we have to do something for our vets. That's that's for sure. So exactly. So um, actually, as a matter of fact, we uh, we did a little sponsorship uh, for another uh, kind of homeless uh, vet program. The one in Illinois, Chicago area. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, is that the one that's yes. doing? Oh, okay. Yes, that would be gotcha. the one that we're talking about. Nice. So I thought there were two different ones. Nope. Same See? one. See, that's what happens when I don't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the TPS memos? Oh, dang TPS reports. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Right? I'm telling you. So we got that. Um, other than that, yeah, man, it's just been shenanigans as always. So been a good time. Been a good time. So I tell you what, it's been an f- interesting week out there in the, in the world of news, my friend, between State of Union, Super Bowl, oh, today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just everything else, dude. It's been pretty hectic. So... First off, want to give a shout out to Philadelphia Eagles. Congratulations to them. You guys are the champs. You are the champions, my friends. So beat the New England Patriots today, forty-one to thirty-three. Thank God. Thank you, God. <laughs> no I, kidding. And I am glad to see that somebody has finally brought New England down to freaking size. Somebody aside from the Giants. Nothing against them. I respect what Bill Belichick has built in New England with him and Tom Brady over the last, what, almost 20 years now? Oh, yeah. Ever since Drew Bledsoe got hurt in, was it, the 2001 Super Bowl against yep. the Rams? I believe so. Uh, nothing against them. I have nothing but respect for that organization and the accomplishments that they've done. But I just can't stand New England, dude. I just can't stand them. It's something about their attitude there. Particularly with those two. I guess it's because they've gotten away with so much and the league has let them get away with so much. I mean, minus deflate gate where they, no, yeah. no, bad, oh, yeah. bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah, that was my Peter Griffin impression. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> you know, aside from that, you know, it, it's good to see somebody aside from New England win it. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, and the fact is Philly's first. It is. It is a first for Philly. It you is. Know, they've been in the Super Bowl a few times, but this is the first time that they've actually brought it home. So, hey, good job, Eagles. Way to go. Good job. Now you, you finally, you know, fulfilled the quest for one. Us Seahawks fans know, know your excitement. So, just throwing it out there. It's been a while since the boys fan said uh, <laughs> no excitement. <laughs> yeah, how about them boys? How about them boys? I'd uh, rather not talk about it. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Josh, Josh is a diehard Cowboys fan, so I give him a bad time about it all the time. But we, you know, that's a typical NFL fan banner, though. You know, it's just like up here in the Northwest, you know, where you have fans of like Oregon, Washington, you know, or Oregon and Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, you know, Stanford, Cal. You know, you got those guys. You know, it's yeah. So it's uh, it's all good. It is all good. So, but again, congrats to those guys. Absolutely. Um, hey, by the way, I was uh, just reading a, a Twitter post, and um, one of my buddies was telling me about this earlier. He said he uh, had done some checking into it. Now, I have not checked into this myself. So okay, uh, just you know, but I thought it was pretty uh, pretty funny um, 
that they posted somewhere that I just lost. That was great. Well, there's another horse getting punched somewhere in Philly. <laughs> uh, well, dude, they've had like what three in the last like few weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Well, apparently, uh, as it's posted, uh, the uh, pole climbers, you know, the the people who climb the light poles and yeah. all that other stuff, trying to pull them over, you know, in right. celebration or riot. Well, apparently, the uh, as the uh, statement goes here, it says Philadelphia pole climbers meet your match tonight. As predicted, no Crisco on the poles. Instead, police are using <laughs> hydraulic fluid. And it's water-resistant, too, they said. So this afternoon's rain won't make it any easier for you. Oh, man. The statement goes on and actually shows that uh, they're using a... Uh, Bio-bottle-jack sort of hydraulic fluid. Bio-based, biodegradable, non-toxic hydraulic oil. Well, kudos to Philly police. Hey, getting ahead of it. Yeah, you know? no kidding, right? So, no, not going to lie, though. That was a good game. It was. It was a good was. game tonight. Uh, unfortunately, I had to miss the uh, most of the second half there due to some yeah. technical issues here at the studio. Oh, but, my God, uh, dude. That was scary. I'm not going to lie, dude. I was nervous. Uh, yeah. I was very nervous whether or not. I'm sitting back. You're running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to get the <laughs> uh, trying to get the network and everything else fixed here at the studio. And I'm just sitting back watching you run going, oh, my God, dude. Are we going to be able to do it tonight? Are we going to be able to do it? Ugh. Hey, I have backup place anyways, so I'm just I'm happy the main network came back and we're all good yeah. to go and and uh, we're uh, we're broadcasting. So yes, thank it's you. Good times, God. good times. Absolutely. So another big thing that's in the news. Uh, whoa, what do we have here? What? Uh, what well, do we, we got a check in here on our chat here on the Spreaker. No. Set from Miss Aaliyah Huggins, sent from Spreaker.com. Just letting everyone know, Gresham Pet Smart Grooming Hut. Really? Is that an ad? She's making an ad. You're making an ad on our show. Way to go, Aaliyah. Hey, US 350. Yeah, 350. Yeah, 350. 350. So, as much as I would love to read that, uh, kind of a sponsored deal. So, unfortunately. Moving on. Yeah, we oh, will. Wait a minute, and- wait a minute, wait a minute. I have a response. Oh my God, who the hell why i thank you peter griffin do greatly appreciate that do you greatly appreciate it so i gotta i gotta go into this now state of the union we did not get a chance to give our reactions yet because a the rest of the network was all tied up the rest of the week with everyone else going off about it and b our show unfortunately was sunday night state of the union was Monday night. So everyone else got to say their piece, and now we finally get to say ours. Woohoo! Yeah, I know. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so I you just, know, there, here's I the thing. Cringe. Here's the thing. There were so many great points brought up, so many positive points uh, that were put up there, and, you know, by uh, President Trump. <sighs> yeah. And, you know, it was very. He made it very positive. He made it very, you know, look, I want to work together with other people. I want to work together with the Democrats, with both sides of the aisle. Let's make some things happen. Absolutely. You know, let's let's improve the quality of life for people. All these different things. And then you go and right after the, the, the debate's done, you go on there and here's all the Democratic responses to it. You know, See, you now got, here's the thing. I have not had a chance to watch any of the Democrat responses yet. Oh, because I've either been too slammed with work or I've been in here with the studio working with you. 
just getting go, stuff ready for tonight. Just go watch Bernie. Oh, dude, I saw Bernie's reactions to a lot of the shit that he was saying, I'm, that I'm Trump not talk- was saying. I'm not talking his, like, in-chambers reactions. I'm talking about his... Oh, dude, you, you have to really So, everything he says, literally, every single thing he says for the, whatever, 50 minutes or an hour-long deal that he does right. after the fact is completely negative about absolutely every single point. So, there's there's one point where, where Trump's talking about rising wages, right? Yeah. He says, "Hey, wages are on the rise. They're they've they've risen, uh, you know, more so than than you know in the past and all that." So, you know, Bernie comes back and he says, "Well, uh, yeah, they 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 rose, but it, once you adjust for inflation, uh, then then all the people got it was they got four cents an hour. What four cents an hour? The that's the hell all they is got. he talking about with inflation? They're, he's the last person to be talking about inflation. Have they not taken a look at what's happened over the last twelve years? Well, here, again, here's the when point, it comes though. to inflation. But here's the point. Okay, so you're saying that they got four cents more than the rate of inflation that calculated." So aren't those people happy to have something more than what the rate of inflation is? Right. Regardless of whether it's one cent, four cents, whatever. I'll tell you, I'm a manager at my my work. Right. And I can tell you from uh, the hiring process and, and what we've had to go through that wages definitely have increased. Okay. We're not talking about the, the people who make, you know, the, the commission based and that kind of stuff, whatever. Right. right. We're talking about the entry level jobs here, right? Right. So people who have little experience, no experience possibly, the entry level job that they're coming in at, they're getting a lot higher wage now than they ever have. Oh, absolutely. You know, back in the day when, you know, when it when I first started with a company, you know, you you'd go there and you make, you know, eight, ten bucks an hour. You know, and you, back you get, then that was good wages back yeah, then too. Yeah, you get you get ten bucks an hour if you're really good. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, now they're all starting, you know, way higher than that. Right. And it's like, you know, for for warehouse, you know, driving, you know, <clears throat> all the, the grunt labor sort of right. stuff. Well, right. Well some of that stuff you have to have, you know, a certain skill set for. Sure. So you have to have some sort of training or at least a general idea as to what the hell you're doing well, to you, even get into that. Well, you would think but so. The, but like you were saying, though, you know, it's the fact that the employers now have more to work with because, you know, part of it comes down to, I mean, I've seen it in just a short amount of time with just with the tax cuts and everything else that went into effect starting this year. Oh, I have too. And it's been phenomenal. I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie. I find, you know, how they said either the first or your second paycheck by the month of February, you are going to notice a change. Dude, last Friday when I got paid for my regular day job employer, dude, I had like 120 bucks more in my paycheck than what I usually do. Oh, absolutely. And my jaw hit the floor. Yeah. I was like, oh my, and I was, you know, still paying my usual rates for everything else. All my deductions and everything else come right out of my paycheck. Yep, never changed your W four. That like that. nothing yep. got changed at all. Yep. The only thing that changed was the rate, the actual percentage that Uncle Sam was taking out, and the fact that I actually got more. And dude, I was like, whoa, whoa, "What?" At first, it threw me for a loop. I'm like, "Where the hell does extra money come from?" You know, right. I'm sort of thumbing through my pay stub trying to see it, and I finally spotted it. So even though the health care costs have gone up, and and you know, and the the amount that I have to pay, the premium that I have to pay, went up, you know, fairly significantly. And mine did too. Yeah. So, however, my paycheck was still higher. Yeah. And I haven't had any wage change or anything like that. Uh, 
you know, it was still, you could see it. And, and if you looked at the taxes and compared it to last year at this time versus this year at this time. Oh, yeah, dude. It, yeah, it's, it's significant. It's an ab- yeah, absolutely. So, you know, people are going to get more money to be able to take home, okay? That money that they take home, they're going to be able to go out and they're going to spend it on things. Exactly. This is the whole idea. This is the whole trickle-down uh, economics idea. You know, the old right? Reaganomics, man. Exactly. And the funny thing about it is that a lot of people say – you know, Reaganomics or trickle down economics doesn't work. Uh, hello, have you not been paying attention to what's been going on since January 1st? <clears throat> yeah. Especially here we are, um, you know, just a month into 2018. And dude, it, it's a good thing. And this is actually probably the biggest shot in the arm that the American economy has gotten that I've seen as long as I can remember. And dude, you and I both are pushing 40. Absolutely. And. You know, we were around during the, you know, we were kids during the Reagan years and, you know, from then to now, I mean, it's insane. But the biggest thing that got me was the fact that you take a look at these key points, you know, that you got up here. You take a look at these key points from the State of the Union. Rising wages, because employers can actually afford to pay people more of a living wage. I'm not going to say they're going to make it outstanding. Sure. You know, you're not going to be living life of Riley. Sure. But you're going to be doing better off than what you were before. Absolutely. So, you know, the jobs are coming back. Uh, oh, yeah. Because now people can afford to actually bring on more people and more jobs due to the lower tax rate. And here's the well, biggest it- thing about here's the biggest thing about it is that to me, it, it seems like the people on the left, not to get uber political here on the show because we politics isn't really our strong point, but I got to be honest. I myself am very traditionally I'm conservative, but I, can, I have social liberal tendencies, meaning I can adapt tendencies. Tendencies. Yeah, I know that's a big word for me, right? That was. Where's your, <laughs> where's your dictionary? I know, right? Uh, but no, I mean it's. I understand you have to be able to grow and adapt with the times things. You have to be apt to change, but the core of what make, you know, what made this country, you know, the dream and the foundation that it was built on. That's something I still very strongly believe in. And, you know, being able to earn your way, being able to, you know, there's a difference between a handout and a hand up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and that's a big thing though, is I think that, uh, you know, especially with lowering the corporate taxes, you know, from, I think he said 31% to 22% or somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, it was somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, you know, you're, you're making it more, uh, palatable for businesses to do business here. Right. Right. So, uh, Inga wants to know if you hurt yourself with that big word, by the way. Uh, no, no, we're fine. Um, but you know, it makes it more palatable, you know, the, the automakers that are coming back in and, and the factories that are opening up and, and all of that. I mean, I, I think it's absolutely, uh, you know, terrific. And especially as they remove a lot of the regulation and, you know, all the, the loopholes and, and all these different things that he talked about. Um, I think if all of that stuff actually happens, it's, it's going to be a wonderful thing. So, Right. Um, you know, I, I I think it's good for the people. I think all the way around, everything he talked about would be good and great for the people. It'll be good for me, I'm sure. You know, um, so yeah, that's uh, 
That's politics on BV Nation Radio. Right. <laughs> so I'm reading here it went from uh, come from the Tax Foundation, and these guys get their information directly from the IRS. Uh, I'm actually scrolling through. Dang, nabbit. I just had it. But anyhow, so the corporate tax went from, what was it, like 35? Yeah. I think is what it just said, down to 24. Okay, 24. Okay. So it's still an 11-point drop. Sure. Sure. I mean, dude, that's that's a considerable amount, man. Eleven percent, that's, that's a big chunk. You know. So you know, hey, that that's more money for business to uh invest back into their business. Hey, on a completely different side note. Okay. Did you know that Spreaker is available on Alexa? It is. Apparently, I just I got a I got a little speaker alert here, and it's telling me about Alexa improving my listening experience. So, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to uh, yeah, talk to guy. Alexa tonight. Yeah, might yeah. have to after the show. Be like, yeah. hey Alexa. We, hey, you know we yeah. could have Alexa as a guest on the on the show. <laughs> no, I'm good, dude. <laughs> I'm good. So, uh, but you know, just to hit up on some of the key points too. You know, aside from just the tax cuts, uh, you take a look at the unemployment rate. I mean, just across the board the demographics all together. It doesn't, you know, and the president made sure to hit on it. You know, he talked about, you know, with the African-American, Latino-American, uh, and all honesty, I mean, to me, it's not even so much about the race. It's the fact that... I don't care. Ameri- we're, we're all Americans. Exactly. That's that's what I'm concerned about. Exactly. You and me both. So that has... I think that's the heater. No, it's the other thing. Oh, okay. Anyway. Anyhow, so yeah, what yeah, the, it's going off in the studio. Yeah, what one of the other big things, Jada, um, I liked is you know the the VA Accountability Act. Oh my and, God, yes, uh, and the the fifteen hundred uh, failed in, uh, VA employees. Yeah, fired. Right. Oh uh, man, that was great. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Yes, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> President Trump. Uh, you know, I think that's that's a wonderful thing. You know, we we need people. Uh, you know, in the VA that care about our veterans, you know, like we do here at BB Nation. Um, I, I think it's very, very important that you have people who actually want to care. They're not just looking for the Gubby Bennies and, right. and all that kind of thing by, by working for the VA. Um, you it's know, and, the and, fact and, that they need the care. Exactly. That's and, the big thing. And on top of that, not just with the VA, but Trump also said that he wants the government uh, entities to reward the good workers and get rid of those who failed to do their jobs. Whoa, wait a minute. What? Get rid of government employees that don't do their jobs? What? ODOT is going to have so many less employees. (laughs) Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, my views do not reflect the views of BV Nation. (laughs) Or VRS. Just throwing that little disclaimer out there. Even though they haven't displayed everywhere our views do not reflect their views but that's just the way it is so uh but yeah you know staying for a national anthem thank god yes why because we are americans it is our national anthem do you know how happy i was when oh, i, I know, watched right? when i turned the super bowl on and you know sat there and, and they start doing the the national anthem and all that and all the players were standing. Yes. Matter of fact, I had, to, I had to holler at the kids say hey the national anthem's playing come on let's stand let's cover our hearts yep. you know and uh, and and we all did here at the house and all that and and it was great you know because I I tell you I would not have watched Super Bowl if they would have been taken. I think they finally figured out at least for the big game yeah to at least 
Wow, what's that loud sound? You hear that? You hear that popping sound? No. Oh, dude, it is loud and clear as day, man. I'm surprised you can't hear it. Mm-mm. It's the sound of the NFL finally pulling their head out of their 420 <laughs> contact. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so, But, yeah, back to uh, the State Union. So, I mean, and here's the only big thing I have coming from it is how disrespectful the people on the left were, you know, 99.9% of them were Democrats. Not going to say all of them because I did see a few that actually stood up and applauded when it was uh, warranted. But there were individuals, there was a uh, there was a set of couple, there was what, two sets of parents there? Their daughter was murdered? I don't remember the name of her life of me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when... They're in New York. Yeah, they're out of New York. And when the president recognized them and recognized their situation, and he said, "The pe- you know, all of us within this chamber, our heart goes out to you, and the country goes out to you tonight. And all those folks just sat there. Yeah. The Democratic side of the aisle just sat. They hardly any of them applauded. And it's just like, really? Are you guys really that defiant towards our president to where they reckon where he recognizes our people you know just like the veteran that you know the that staff sergeant that army staff sergeant that was there there was uh the kid who went and put the flags on the graves yeah or veterans day yep there was the border patrol agent yeah the border patrol agent and the other congress the congressman that got shot mm-hmm. who actually wound up coming back within a couple months. Yeah, three months later, he was back. Yeah, back in chambers. And they didn't stand up or recognize any of them. Well, they stood up at some points. Um, I don't don't recall exactly which one, so I can't speak, you know, intelligently to that. Um, But I think, you know, the point is, is that we should be united as a country. Absolutely. And this, this middle of the aisle, you know, separator and all that... You know, regardless of, of if you don't like Trump or you don't like Obama or you don't like Clinton or whatever it is. Right. You, you need to respect the country. You need to respect what the country stands for and, you know, be be a part of the solution. Quit being a part of the problem. And that was my big thing, too, was the fact that when they spoke about the American people, when the president spoke about the American people and the struggles that this country has been through and the struggles that we have worked through and this progress that we have made when he said that the, that the American people are strong. Yes. Yeah. That's the it, American people. That's yeah. everybody. And all the people that oh, like Pelosi the and Feinstein and Sanders and all them, even our own dude, even Ron Wyden, our Senator. I saw. I saw. Oh, dude, I was about ready to come flying out of the tea. I'm like, how do you keep getting reelected, dude? Did you see Blumenauer didn't even show up? Yeah, Blumenauer didn't even show, which surprised me. You know, I was like, wow, okay. Or well, DeFazio. Yeah, well, unfor- was another one. Unfortunately, here in Oregon, we're uh, uh, a little on the uh, the left side. So, well, that's what happens when you're in a fully blue controlled state. You know, all our represent pretty much all our representatives, I think one or two. As far as at the federal level, 
Mm, yeah. Because we have, what's the dude from, or in Eastern Oregon? Uh, you're, you're, I'm drawing the blank, right? That one guy. He's a know. Republican. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. I feel oh, so... You're breaking my balls here, huh? You're breaking my balls. Yeah, breaking my balls, huh, Ricks? <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, there are so many things. I mean, dude, it's... We, mm. we could go on for hours about We could. And, you know... We literally it, could. It, you can probably turn on any dang TV show and see, you know, people saying the same thing, but... You know, it is what it is. It's it's you know people's opinions and and it's their uh, their right into it and everything. So, uh, what the hell are you doing? I'm losing my mind over here, over it, dude. I'm just saying, <laughs> I am totally losing my mind over the whole State of the Union shit. I because like you said, I can sit here and go on for hours. You know, it's like right after that happened, dude. Me, I went over to the, my parents' place and my dad and I we freaking bannered back and forth about it. I mean, not with each other, you know, back and forth, but we yeah, yeah, went yeah. off about it at the same time together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, because we all know Pops, or uh, those those of us around here that do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very, uh, very traditional. He's an old Marine, man. What can I say? Old well, Vietnam Marine. Exactly, exactly. Devil dog? Anyhow. So, moving right along. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I know, right? So, now we've like ran everything over like we're trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much for a plan, you know how a plan works. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're the we're the, you know, Bear News wasn't on tonight. Yeah, I that guess, was uh I think that was they're weird. having technical issues tonight, so that's why they weren't able to broadcast. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what the heck was going on, but uh well, we George to, will get it figured out, man. Oh yeah, you know, we went to go and jump in and we were waiting for the network and like okay, there waiting was, for thumbs there up. Was buddy and, there, so yeah, George here sent, we are. George sent a text on the because uh, all those show yeah 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 people you know all the show personalities we actually shared Facebook chat and everything else yeah from VRS and I told Thomas our one of the producers slash owners of VRS I'm just like okay man uh, we're ready to go we're just standing by waiting for the thumbs up. And then George chimes in from over at Bear News. He's just like, uh, I didn't broadcast tonight. Like, what? <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. Um, okay. So waiting for Tom, waiting for Tom, waiting course, for... Course oh, there's it... a thumbs up. Okay. Of course, <laughs> course, then again, George would have you know been broadcasting during the Super Bowl. So... Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess I can kind of understand why, why yeah. he probably didn't. That probably makes sense, but... Well, yeah, because his uh, show is what? His is a two-hour show. Two hours, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that doesn't really surprise me. I don't blame you, brother. I don't blame you one bit. So, alrighty. So, anyhow, we're going to go ahead and take a uh, quick music break, and we will be back shortly. So, here's a little kit more for you. Well, I've been living like a wild old Mustang out in Montana Never stop these wheels from going and rolling too far, running and going a little too hard. So unrained, so untamed, yeah. So God made girls like you, make guys like me. Wanna be supposed to ride a star, set it on a road, put it on your head, grab a piece of land and raise a few. 
must have been true love you were grown in. Sent the sun rays to a dark place on the same day. Yeah, God made girls like you, make guys like me. We spoke the battle star, set it on a ring, put it on your hand, grab a piece of land. I stopped and prayed, but Lord have mercy, look at her. He sure didn't make no mistake when he put that angel on her. You can't make girls like you, make guys like me. On the beach for the brightest star, set it on a ring, put it on your hand, grab a piece of land and raise a few. Yeah. everybody we are back and once again thank you for joining us tonight on bb nation radio so we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into it so cue mr dummy of the week i would love to someday someday, someday. huh what oh josh dropped the ball d-u-m-m-y shut up dummy you big dummy for every man, there's a woman. And for every dummy, there's a dummy. And now, your Dummy of the Week on BB Nation Radio. Alright, so here we are with this week's Dummy of the Week, brought to you by American Military News. So, coming to us out of Israel. Gotta love this one, and we're posting a link up on our Facebook page there at BB Nation Radio. Time, meow. Meow, meow. Hamas terror leader dies after accidentally shooting himself in the face. What? In the face. What? He shot himself in the face. Oh, my God. Thus, why we are the dummy of the week. Ahmad al-Alami died three weeks after shooting himself in the head with a gun. Wow. Tough bastard if he can make it three weeks after shooting himself in the face. (laughs) How the hell did he do that? So, one of the founding members of Hamas terror organization died Tuesday, three weeks after accidentally shooting himself in the face while cleaning his weapon. Wow, why does this sound vaguely familiar? Dermis Hale. Dermis Hale, that's right. Ahmad al... Wow, that was... There we go, that's better. Ahmad al-Alami, 62, was cleaning his weapon in his home when the gun accidentally went off and hit him in the face, Hamas spokesman... Fozzy Barhom said, I don't really care if they get offended if I slaughter their name. They're Hamas, so whatever. <laughs> the senior Hamas leader died at the Shifa Hospital in Gaza City on Tuesday. Hamas initially said he died of natural causes, but the group later admitted that he was killed in an accident, Fox News reported. Al-Alami had been a senior member of Hamas for decades, including a top member in Hamas's policy-making body. Hold, he, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. What's up? He, he died of natural causes. 
quote unquote. That's what they tried to report at first. No, no, isn't that isn't that like what they call it natural selection? Or yeah, something yeah, like Darwinism. That? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. yeah, that was natural cause. Absolutely, <laughs> natural selection. <laughs> yeah, natural selection. Big dummy. So anyhow, Al-Alami had been a senior member of Hamas for decades, including a top member in Hamas's policy-making body. He had been accused by Israel of planning a number of attacks. He was Hamas. Uh, duh. Yeah. Al-Alami lived in Syria for a number of years before returning to Gaza in 2012. Following the 2014 Israeli-Hamas war, Al-Alami traveled to Turkey to receive treatment for an injury that resulted in the loss of a leg. <laughs> <laughs> well then. I think what he lost initially in the war, apparently he decided to finish off himself, quote-unquote, accidentally. Yeah. And that, my friends, is the dummy of the week. That was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. I mean, natural causes, I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do, man. Just shake your head at this one. I it mean, is. Seriously, just shake your head on that one. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, what do we have next for us tonight, brother? Uh, oh, that's right. We never got to our top ten. We Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have, we have, we have top ten that we've got to do. We had a top ten that we're going to discuss this evening. So, Did we actually come up with what the top ten were? Or are we just going to talk about I think we're what going we to think talk about. Might be? I think we should just discuss what we believe should be the top 10 yeah. because a lot of people can, a lot of different sources can cite different movies and everything else. You know, it, it's your own opinion, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I know here the other day when we did our advertisement for the show tonight, we were talking about our buddy and Marine veteran, Stefan Juma. He was supposed to come on the show tonight. He was actually supposed to join us in studio. He was, yes. But unfortunately, he wound up having vehicular issues. Like his starter wound up going kaput. So, so Carl had had trailer issues. Carl and, had trailer and, issues, and Stephen had uh, start. Stephen, I'm sorry, Steph. I'm sorry, Stephen. Stephen had starter issues. Yes. Why and does everybody when... around us have vehicle issues? No, I think it's just issues in general. Oh, issue. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Carl. <laughs> so, anyhow, so Josh and I went through this week, and I actually got the idea that this whole topic of discussion this actually stemmed from a conversation that Stefan and I were having at work because he and oh. I he and I work together at the same place. Yeah, uh, I work over in our warehouse. Doing parts distributing and stuff like that, like helicopter parts. And he works over in a transmission shop for a very prominent helicopter company here in the Pacific Northwest. Not going to drop any names, but it rhymes with Columbia. So (laughs) they now owe us tree fitty. Yeah, tree fitty. So, anyhow, so he and I are out break. We're smoking and joking and everything else. And we came up, he and I were BSing back and forth as far as movies that we felt where box office flops, but wound up turning into big cult classics. So, and I actually even popped up with a couple, uh, uh, couple decent ones actually. So, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I thought of a few, you know. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah. You definitely came up with some, man. You came up. Wow. 
So, all right. Well, we're going to go ahead. We'll start from the bottom and work our way up. That's, yeah, yeah. So go ahead and give me your first one, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Now, these aren't in order, so we're just going to, you know, go with them here. But uh, Dread, actually, the remake in 2012. I'm the law. You know. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the law. Oh, wait. That was, that yeah, was Stallone. No, that was Stallone. <laughs> so, so the original Judge Dread. Was a fantastic movie, yeah, and and had a great deal. So when they did the remake, they thought that it was going to be the same way. Well, it didn't no. turn out that way in the theaters. So in the theaters, I want to say they barely made budget, right? Maybe or maybe just under somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I don't have the exact figures, but uh, my understanding is, is that after the fact, they ended up selling out a whole bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays and all that. Right. And ended up making their money uh, that direction. So, Gotcha. You know, okay, so, oh shit, since we got the same one on that one, I'm going to pull that one off my list since we both have the same one. Good call. Yeah, yeah, because it just doesn't seem all right to mention both. Uh, I so, mean, you could mention it again if you really want. Yeah, but, but I know. think, uh, yeah, we pretty much got that one covered. Yeah, yeah. So the first one I got on my list is actually... You remember the show Firefly? Firefly. I do not. Okay, so our buddy Chris yeah. over on Tinfoil Vets mm-hmm. right here on VRS, it's actually the theme song for it is actually his show's intro. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> okay. So the reason why I bring up that show, Firefly, is because it ran for one season on the sci fi channel and it wound up the culmination of it wound up becoming the blockbuster movie Serenity. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Huh. Remember that I, uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name, the actor's name, but it has, uh, Adam Baldwin's in it. Yeah. So he was pretty cool. Uh, also has a guy from, uh, uh, crap. Oh, he's bringing up, uh, bringing up a freaking video clip of it right now. This it? Yeah, Nathan Fallon, bring in Gina Torres. I mean, yeah, it was written and directed by Joss Whedon. Dude, Joss Whedon was a freaking genius. I mean, it it accumulated such a huge cult following. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. So, yeah, huh. that that's one of the first ones on my list, dude. I mean, because like I said, it didn't really do all that well. I mean, it went over. Yeah. They managed to make it within budget, but... They barely broke even on it, but because of the following that Firefly had, it amassed so much that when it finally came out after it got went out of theaters and onto like DVD and shit like that, mm-hmm. it was huge, huge sales on it. Gotcha. Okay. So I even have a copy of it on freaking digits and everything else at home. Oh, wow. So yeah. Wow. Freaking love that movie. Freaking wash on there. I am but a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Skewered by the Reavers. Oh, spoiler alert. My bad. So, uh, you know, back in the day in uh, uh, 1985, um, Clue was one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to make me look stupid in front of the other guests? Don't need any help from me, sir. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Colonel Mustard. Yes. (laughs) Outstanding. Uh, Yeah, Clue, uh, 
you know, Clue had the the game and and uh, the movie and all that different stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, and it really didn't take off either until much later. You know, most of these most of these on the list are really they kind of have almost the same uh, the same story to them. So. Yeah, I mean a lot a lot of the movie that that was kind of the purpose between for these lists was the fact that they didn't do all that well in the box office. They barely broke even, but the following that they had after the fact. Is just a mass and something massive. Like one of my favorites, one of my absolute favorites that is on the list, and I actually see this on both our lists as well. Yeah. So I'm gonna steal your thunder on this one. Go for the it. The Big Lebowski, dude. This aggression yes. will not stand, man. <laughs> yes, yes. You know I'm prepared. Freaking Jeff Bridges with the freaking with the dude, the dude, the Duderino, dude. <laughs> yes, man, that was such a great movie. It was, man, it was. I remember know. back in the day when 101 uh, KUFO here in Portland before they became KXL. Yeah. Every summer, the end of every summer, they would always do their March of the Lebowskis. Oh, yeah. Through yeah. downtown Portland, and they would march to Waterfront Park. You'd just be thousands of people dressed up as freaking Jeff Bridges from the Big Lebowski. Oh, absolutely. And John Goodman in that was... Oh, my God. You're out of your game. element, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, this has nothing to do with Vietnam. This has everything to do with Vietnam. <laughs> oh, my God. It was great. It was absolutely awesome. But, yeah, they would have this big march through downtown Portland, down to Waterfront Park, where they mm-hmm. actually set up a big movie screen and everything else. They basically turned Waterfront Park into a walk-in, drive-in theater. Oh, yeah. And they would play The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. So I actually partook in that one one year. Dude. Did you? Yes. Oh, oh my God, it was I never, so awesome. I never got to go down to it. I, I thought it was pretty neat. But, Boxer uh... shorts, a wife beater, again, a bathrobe, and white Russian with combat boots. It was glorious. What? What did you do to your, like, okay, so for those of you, you know, can't, since you can't see it, Josh has this, like, stress ball thing that he sits there and squeezes throughout the show. This is the first time he's had it, but at the top, it's like a little green man. It looks like a little green alien figure. And, well, at the top, it's got this little plastic piece, but it's like it's leaking. It has this clear gel stuff coming out of it. It's weird. He's just kind of like, what the? Eh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. Yeah. That, uh, you know. Good old Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. You know, that that whole thing of, uh, you know, breaking out of Shawshank and... And, uh, you know, the, uh, the being able to fool the warden and, you know, win over his, uh, uh, more or less his affections, yep. uh, you know, made to uh, be his personal pet more or less. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was just such an awesome, awesome movie. Yeah. Especially and, uh, since he had to crawl through 500 yards of shit to get out. Yeah. yeah. Literally. That's exactly how Morgan Freeman describes it in the movie too. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he tells he a does. story about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, um. Like I said, that movie, I, I I just watched it the other day, as a matter of fact. Nice. You know? And uh, every time it comes on, I, I know it's a long movie, and I know it you know, kind of gets drawn out, but right. I want to watch it every single time. So, this next one I actually have on here. This one was actually a fan suggestion. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And after 
reading the suggestion and thinking about it, I was like, you know what? They're spot on with this one. They're absolutely spot on with what this one. What is it? Blues Brothers. Oh, Blues Brothers. Really? Yes. Nice. We go old Dan Aykroyd. That's right. And who was that? Jim Belushi. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 That that is a that is a fantastic. Suggestion. Got a half a tank of gas, pack of cigarettes, <laughs> hundred and five miles in Chicago. <laughs> it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. <laughs> well, then there was always the uh, Blues Brothers two thousand. You know. Right. And uh, oh, excuse me, John Belushi. John Belushi. Yeah, John my Belushi. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the Blues Brothers 2000, that was, uh, John Goodman. Yes. Yeah. So. So that was definitely going, and it's funny too, because we talk about that with the Blues Brothers and stuff. And it's funny because me and the, me and my co-creator of Backwoods Veterans, Adam Fitzgerald, he and I, we wound up going to our buddy John and April's wedding over in, bend here what was it september of not september is 16 yeah and the tuxes that we had i mean dude the way we were set up if you go and actually look on the backwoods veterans page and you look in our photos there's actually a photo of adam and i from that wedding day and so many people absolutely said not ours no we we may have a bromance but it's not like that (laughs) Even though it is legal in the state of Oregon now. Just, Whoa. yeah, yeah, Whoa. no, no. Whoa. Love you, brother, but not like that. No homo. <laughs> uh, Good game. Right? But no, there are so many people that said that he and I look like the freaking Blues Brothers. Because I'm talking like we had the full on, the black suits with the tie, the sunglasses, the fedoras, everything, dude. I I think you're trying to lead into my next, uh, into my next movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What you got? Um, goes a little. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yes, this is one of them that you and I both had had on our list. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You cannot. I mean, what more needs to be said about that one? Rocky the, Horror Picture Show just explains itself. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that has gotten such a huge cult classic. Here's another big one for you. Here, And this is a big military one. Since we are a vet-based program. We are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's the theory <laughs> behind it. Okay. Thanks, thanks for clarifying. Yeah. That. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, this one was another one that was a fan suggestion. Full Metal Jacket. Old Stanley Kubrick. So, really, Full Full Metal Jacket didn't hit right off the bat. No, it did not. See, I thought it. Uh, I thought it did. I thought it did better than than that. I'm kind of. It did okay. Kind of interested in that. It did okay, but it it wasn't a huge hit at first. Huh. Interesting. I would have thought. Um, but afterward, well, that's a, it's just typical Stanley Kubrick fashion. I mean, yeah. take a look at Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Hardly anyone ever knew of that movie until it hit DVD. Yeah, yeah. Huh, 46.4 million, yeah. it says, for the box office. Seems like it's... Uh... In 87. So, I mean, it wasn't oh, yeah. that bad, but it wasn't a huge blockbuster hit. Sure, sure. Huh. But I tell you what, though, the military following it got... Oh, yeah. After that, since then, 
I mean, you cannot go anywhere to any unit in the military and not have some sort of, especially in the Marine Corps. Yeah. And not have somebody do a full metal jacket reference. Hell, even the army is the same way. <laughs> you know, talk about, you know, doing animal lover quotes or joker, you know, private cowboy or some stuff like that. You know, answer my question or you'll be standing tall before the man. Right? With a, Did what? your parents have any children that live? <laughs> so, yes, sir. How about they regret that? You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. Oh, yeah. We have those, too. So. Yes. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, the person that they would be directed at is not here tonight. Carl! Carl! God, he's an ugly bastard. You know... He, but we're not very pretty ourselves, so I guess that's... Yeah. Hey, speak for yourself. Says a guy who's still single. Which... Oh, yeah. By the way, ladies, Josh is single. Shh. Single and ready to mingle. Oh, my God. <laughs> How could you not know that? Oh. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know. I can't go anywhere with you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Carl is not here. You know, I, I could, you know, pull a little revenge on that one, just saying. Oh, I imagine probably so. You know what I have. What? Never mind. Did you just never mind me? Oh, I did. Oh, you jackass. I, I never minded you on the show. On air. On air. How rude. That's awesome. You deserved it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. With the way freaking Mother Half got you here the other oh, day, dude, was priceless. Yeah, it was. Priceless. It was. So, uh, anyways. So, yeah. uh, next on my list is uh, Fight Club. We don't talk about Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. That's what I'm saying, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one goes without saying. I, and I know if I don't say this one, a lot of people are going to be upset at me. A lot of people are going to be upset at me. What about Boondock Saints? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The original. Yes, the first one. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Norma Rita, Sean Patrick Flannery, mm-hmm. Troy Duffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Della Rocco. Yeah. I was thinking oh, about man. I, I was thinking about that one too. Yeah. Um, yeah, another one that I, uh, another one that I had here was, uh, was, uh, Office Space. Ooh. I believe you have my stapler. Yes. My stapler. Yes. My stapler. I believe you have my stapler. That's a good one. Uh, let's see. What's another one? Uh, ooh, one of my favorites. One of my absolute favorites. And you see memes of this guy all over the place. Yeah. I actually had this guy as my uh, my desktop for a while on my computer. Yeah, as my my own little man crush. <laughs> Val Kilmer in Tombstone as Doc Holliday. Mr. I'm your Huckleberry. Tombstone? Yes. How did Tombstone not make its theater budget? Oh, Tombstone made its theater budget, but it wasn't... So how is it a flop? The it word, wasn't a flops. it wasn't a huge flop. It's still a cult classic, though, dude. Okay, it's a cult classic, but it's not a flop. Full Metal Jacket wasn't a flop either. I don't know, man. Uh, it wasn't. You want me? To, you want here? Look at the numbers, okay? Total domestic box office gross forty six million. <laughs> Production <laughs> budget thirty million. <laughs> they made sixteen million dollars. Okay, yeah. So they made sixteen over budget. It wasn't a flop. In Hollywood, that's a flop. <laughs> <laughs> 
not talk about Hollywood's flops. Yeah. Um, so actual flop movies, though, if we get back uh, to that a little bit. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, it's going to be uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Stop, don't come back. You know, that... Yeah. that uh, I'd buy that one. Yeah, that movie there, you know, back in the 70s, 1971. When the that old Gene out, Wilder. Gene Wilder. Uh, you know, I know watching it, you know, obviously I wasn't born until the 80s, uh, until 1980. But right. uh, the the first time I ever saw that show, I just wanted to watch it over and over and over right. again, you know. And um, I think the uh, uh, the problem with that one was it was, too, uh, it was too out there, right? It was too, you know, far out in the future. And too, yeah, it was too outlandish. You yeah. Know, people yeah. really weren't all about that. Well, and they wanted to, you know, they, they weren't wanting their kids to, you know, get all these dreamy dreams and think they were going to eat all these chocolate bars. Because, you know, of course, they, they Find put Find the a, golden ticket. Well, of course, because they, they had the, uh, the Wonka bars made, right? Yeah. Like, for the show and everything. That was part of the whole promotion yeah. deal. Uh, so they made these uh, these Wonka bars and whatnot, and they they sold them and everything. So, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Oh, dude. dude. This one. This one comes. This one is another fan favorite, another fan request, and I have to agree with it because of the cat. One, the cast. Two, the location. Goonies. Oh. Goonies. The Goonies. <laughs> I know you got some clips for that. Hi. Hi. I don't. What? Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't prepared on that one. Oh man. Yeah. You, you, uh, you, I got you. You did get me. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. You, well, you got me last show too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's yeah. always one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta do a little bit better in pre-production. <laughs> right. um, by the way, uh, just a uh, uh, comment in uh, Inga wanted to comment and say that uh, uh, don't lie, it's that kind of love. What? When you were talking about our bromance? Shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dan the Carl. Last Boys. What? Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Lost Boys was a flop when it first came out. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. That was a good one too. Uh let's see. Oh, you yeah, no mine up. Uh oh. Nineteen eighty eight. So the only reason I even know about this show is actually because of my daughter Cassidy. Her and her friends were uh doing some sort of uh play skit sort of thing amongst themselves and and uh brought this movie up and, and I had actually hadn't heard of it at the time. Uh but it's called Heathers. And uh This is the one you're telling me about here together. Here, salutations. You a Heather? No, I'm a Veronica. Yeah, so it basically is about these, uh, these you know, girls, these popular girls, or whatever else, and they, their whole you know mission is to pretty much screw over everybody else in the school. You know, that's not you know part of their little clique or whatever. Um, you know, Winona Ryder, Christian Slater. Uh, Shannon Darty. Yeah, yeah. It was uh it was pretty uh pretty intense uh uh movie there at, at times. So um you well, know Well it was I, the eighties with Christian Slater. I mean what do you expect, man? Oh yeah. And he <laughs> and he's in his you know, he's in a trench coat and all that, you know, yep. sort of deal and You know and, what? Uh, I think I have seen this one. Did you? I think so. You talk about Christian Slater in a trench coat. 
and it's a high school no but or the, it takes place in a high school it is it, it is like a high school yeah, yeah a high school sort of deal but i think christian slater was in a trench coat in high school in multiple different shows that's so. true yeah i don't know that yeah, yeah. either way yeah so so anyways. all right so we got that yep. uh another one this one i'm not gonna lie this one did make budget i believe what is with you i don't know man can't it, you just stick to the rules i tried but dude these are classics man you have to have them <laughs> I mean, if we were just going to talk about classics, then, you know, I could have done that. Right. You know, I got well, I got lots on those. Hey, 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 it's my show. I'll do whatever I want. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so moving on. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yes. With Matthew Broderick. Bueller. Ben Stein. Bueller. Bueller. Oh, Mr. Rooney. Bueller. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. Uh, also, got some honorable mentions here right quick. Uh, Want to throw out, because we talked about Tombstone already. Mm-hmm. Young Guns was another one. Yeah. And Pulp Fiction. Oh. Old Pulp. Quentin Tarantino flick. Again, a cult classic. Don't think it was a flop, though. Yeah, that's why I said I don't think gotcha. this one. But these, are, these ones right here, these are ones mm-hmm. that other people. Sure. Sent in and said, hey, by the way, what about this one? What about how, this one? How, how about uh, Starship Troopers? Uh, Starship Troopers didn't really build that big of a following, though, as some of these other ones that are mentioned here. I need a corporal. You're it until you're dead, or until I find somebody better. Right? I don't know. I I personally watched all three of them, but uh, you know, I'm also more of a sci-fi. You know, right? Uh, what are some of these other ones you got here on yours? <coughs> See, oh, Mall Rats. Yep, Mall Mall Rats is on there. Empire Records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Empire Records. I want you to hold these against your chest, stand against the wall, and they're gonna take a photograph of you. Why don't you go shove them up your ass? Ah. it would hurt a lot more. <laughs> See, oh, and, uh, dude, I love this one. And dazed and confused. Yes, that's what I love about these high school girls. <laughs> I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's bad is my gunner for my last tour over to Iraq, we used to give him a bad time about this all the time because some of the girls he would pick up, dude, we swear to God they were still in high school. No, they were legal, but, oh, dude, they looked like they were 16, 17 years old, and we used to call him Matthew McConaughey all the time because of it. <laughs> Love high school girls, man. You smoke, man? No, dude. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the other one you got? Ooh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Did that one get a big cult following? It it did. It did. Um, that one was uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm thinking leaving Las Vegas with freaking no, Cage. Yeah, you were thinking of that. No, this was, uh, this was Johnny Depp. And uh, I don't know where my, uh, I don't know where the sound clip went for it. I had one. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, it was uh, it was a good flick, man. It was a good flick. I, I enjoyed it. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. So, alrighty. Well, now we've gotten done going through that. Oh, my Lord. And we are 15 minutes over yeah. but like i said we're yeah. the only show on tonight yeah and you know if we knew that beforehand too that would have yeah that nice. would have made a big difference but uh 
Yeah. Well, what do you say, Josh? Why don't you go ahead and we're going to play Dealer's Choice on this one. Oh. Why don't you uh, go ahead and cue us up some more uh, some more musica? Oh, and okay. I will get our buddy Stefan on the line. That would be a great idea. And we will go ahead and start getting ready for our outdoor portion. That would be fantastic. We should definitely do that. And Josh should have definitely had something queued up. Uh, Stand by. Stand by. Here we go. Little Ned Ledoux for you. soul and calloused hands from building fence and branding cattle try to wear the badge of a working man I've gone by staring in the sunset lose my mind on a spell of sage see the lightning strike in a snowstorm the devil dance with a blizzard rage though God's presence on the prairie always love the summer rain in a world that's been so damn fast You're glad I stayed the same I'll never change Old habits are the fabric of my life Like the weathered hat I wear Was taught to do the best I can And learn that life sometimes ain't fair I'm proud of where I come from. I'll persevere and endeavor. All things on this earth didn't change, but the truth lives on forever. I've gone blind staring in the sunsets, lose my mind on the smell of sage. See lightning strike in a snowstorm, a devil dance with a blizzard rage. Felt God's presence on the prairie. Always love the summer rain In a world that's been so damn fast You're glad I stayed the same I'll never change I've marveled at the miracle Of new life in the spring The melancholy song Of a wild goose on the wing New growth through winter snow Better days ahead the old west may have changed some, but it sure as hell ain't dead. Well, I've gone blind staring in the sunset, lose my mind on the smell of sage. See lightning strike in a snowstorm, a devil dance with a blizzard rage. Felt God's presence on the prairie, always loved the summer rain. In a world that's been so damn fast, you're glad I stayed the same, I'll never change.
All right, BV Nation Radio. Again, thank you for listening in to us tonight in our extended program right here on the Speaker app, as well as right here with our friends on VRS. So uh, at this point in time, we're going to go ahead and move into the outdoor portion of our show. Uh, and joining us this evening on the phone is our good friend, as well as Afghanistan veteran and Marine Corps veteran, uh, Corporal Stefan Juma. Stefan Juma, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, not doing too bad. So we wanted to go ahead and bring Stefan in, uh, kind of talk to us a little bit. I wanted to pick his brain some because, you know, Stefan and I work together on the day job side, like I mentioned earlier in the show. But one of the big things that he's into, and I kind of want to pick his brain on a little bit, is black powder shooting. Now, we talk a lot about with four-wheeling and everything else, but with our outdoor portion, we want to talk a little bit more uh, with some of the other activities that are involved with getting veterans outside, get them outdoors, doing stuff that helps get them out of the house, gets their mind off of things, and be able to help function, I guess you could say, a little bit better, gives them an outlet, uh, stress relief per se. And I know, aside from the four-wheeling aspect that we talk about a lot on here, is the black powder shooting. Uh, now, I know our co-creator uh, over at Backwoods Veterans, Adam, he's big in the black powder shooting too, and I want to get him on as well, but he he's uh, definitely a little busy per se with his regular day job and stuff, working heavy equipment and whatnot, so kind of understandable why he can come on. So, But, Jim, uh, Stefan, thank you again for coming on, brother. So what was it that got you into black powder shooting? Well, honestly, it was uh, it was an easy access to you know get a nice looking revolver, and uh, you get uh, it's six shots. Powder's cheap, lead is cheap, and you can go shooting all day for you know twenty bucks, and it's it's awesome. But after that, I just got into you know just learning about the history of black powder guns, going back to when we first started with firearms back in you know the 14, 1500s with firearms and the whole evolution of it from there. And it just got interesting. And I just kept getting in there more and more deeper and deeper. And I don't know, just, just kind of fun. So, (laughs) right. So I know I've dinked around a little bit with Adam up in the woods here. Like this last summer was actually my first experience actually cranking off some, uh, some, you know, ball and powder had you know down range and stuff and dude it was a trip man but as far as like with doing the ballistics as far as your grain counts and everything else you know that's something that i still haven't picked up yet but it was, it was a good time dude i mean because it kind of takes it back to where we came from as you know soldiers marines you know just as oh, military absolutely. members in general you know how that it's a big part of our history as a country and Absolutely. the fact that it's it's a time honored it's an older type of sportsmanship to me is yeah. is what it is. So and I thought okay. that was really cool. So I mean it's yeah, just it, sorry, go ahead. It's a well, it is an older form of sportsmanship, but it's also as you know from like a veteran standpoint, it is you know that those were the weapons that we had. You know they were the weapons that that. We all had, and they were a cap and ball. Before that, they were single shot cap and ball or flintlock, and it was a 
Like that's when you had you literally had one, maybe two shots before you were in hand to hand combat. And like, that's like, getting back into that mindset, seeing like, dude, this is what we actually had back in the day when soldiers literally got online and shot at each other's lines. I mean, we would never think about doing that shit today if they're on anything but a foxhole or a tree. But no, they went in an open field and shot at each other. Right. Like, this is sometimes at pretty close range too, man. It's you know, they they weren't actually the most accurate of uh weapons for back in the day until they finally decided to start putting rifling down the boards. Yeah. And from uh from an unrifled bore you're accurate maybe about fifty yards. Maybe if you're lucky. If that, yeah. You know, and they do a lot of uh, uh, black powder uh, shooting competitions and all that. Uh, I know I've got uh, oh, yeah. I've got some friends that do uh, uh, both just the uh, the target practice, and then I've also got friends that do the mounted uh, black powder shooting. Right, and uh, that's pretty neat to watch. You know, pretty neat to see those uh, uh, you know those weapons being used and and uh, you know hitting those uh, you know on the writing ones, at least it's balloon targets and, and just, you know, oh, powder, yeah. powder blanks that they're shooting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was a trip the first time I saw it <laughs> and uh, I always thought those things were pretty neat. I'd never had an opportunity to get into it myself, but, uh, it seems like, uh, it seems like a pretty fun deal. Um, do you, uh, do you just do everything for pleasure or do you have any competition you do or? Uh, no, I don't do anything for competition. Like, most of the things that I take out now are, like, you know, my woods guns. I'll take my black powder guns out there for woods guns. Um, but I don't really I don't really use it for anything else other than target shooting or out in the woods. Yeah, because I know uh, this last year, now, Stefan went with me, uh, went with myself and my family. Uh, he and I, he went down to the Oregon coast with with our family and stuff to go elk hunting this last November. And we had a grand old time, dude. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, he, he brought the rainstorm and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it first was... time in Oregon. Oh no, 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 <laughs> dude. He lives across the river up in Washington, I man. So, or he's from up there, I should say. He's oh. out in. Oh yeah. He's over in the west side of the metro now. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, it was. He definitely figured out real quick that oh, yeah. black, powder black powder on elk season down at the coast during the general hunt is not that the time of year happen. to use it. So not happening. No, 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 no. But it there's, was a... there's a lot of brush down there, man. Right. There's a lot of, we, we've, we've hunted that, you know, quite a, quite a few years together. Yeah. Josh has been, I've taken Josh down those same woods, dude. So he, he feels your pain all too well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, if it, if you actually get the right seal for the powder, like if you don't use a Wonder Watt, if you get a right like beeswax seal for the chamber, and you get a tight enough fitting cap on there, then you're pretty much like ninety percent waterproof. Oh, nice! And so you, yeah, so you can you can actually make them weatherproof, kind of. Kind of. If you really, really, it, it, it's not a hundred percent, but it's it's doable. It's that other ten percent you got to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> and down there, man, down the Oregon coast, yeah, it, it, you might experience that. There's a high chance you might experience that ten percent. Uh, so, how hard is it for people to get into? I mean, how much, you know, how much research and stuff do you have to do? You know, how much of an investment is it to get into the black powder game? 
not much. Not much at all. I mean, you can get a brass frame black powder revolver for, you know, 150 bucks online. Oh, and nice. You don't need an FFL for it or anything. You just get that thing sent right to your home. Really? So you, nice. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to get anything. If, if it's black powder, if, if it's any kind of a muzzle loader, if it uses any kind of a center fire or rim fire ammunition, that you need an FFL for. But if it's loose powder, nope, you can have that delivered to your home. Dude, I think I just got ringing America. America Freedom Boner. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah just saying. Did. Yeah, you did. America. 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 Hell yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> So but, uh, that's uh, like that's the best thing about black powder guns. That like, you want to go shooting, you know, you just go pick up a gun somewhere, and you go shooting. That's just that's just that simple. It just takes a little bit more time and effort. Maybe you could go out to the woods with some like a couple of friends and some beers, and just you know go go shoot black powder. <laughs> right. So that. Once you see the smoke go, that's it. You're just you're going to be hooked after that. Once you see the the smoke from the shot, right? <laughs> or when you see it go uh, go up someone's arm. I actually have a video from this last summer. Really? Yeah. Of Adam playing with black powder. <laughs> I don't know if I, I and Stefan. I think I showed you the video. You're going to have to show me that one. Oh yeah, I'll definitely have to show oh, yeah, it to I mean, you. That's when you guys were setting fires, right? Yeah, <laughs> when we were starting a campfire this last summer. <laughs> and he almost. I can only imagine. Uh, let's just I've say been around Adam starting campfires. Yeah. Well, let's just say for like the next three weeks after that, he had no arm. He had no hair on his arm. Let's just say the difference between smokeless and black powder. Any movie you've ever seen where it has that timed black powder charge, yeah, is wrong. (laughs) 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 Right. So, well, Stefan, we appreciate you coming on to the show and yeah. talking with us for a few tonight, man. Thank you very much. We appreciate it, and, and we uh, we Absolutely. certainly hope that uh, you get your uh, your starter all fixed up and all that good stuff. So, yeah, so, oh yeah, that'll get fixed. Yeah, well, consider the fact we got work in the morning too. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's gonna be interesting. I gotta get this. Well, I gotta get this done, so I probably won't be in tomorrow. Uh, well. Uh-oh. Mr. Holmes, if you're listening, yeah, Matt won't be in, or, well, yeah, bring in, sorry, didn't mean to, Stefan, but your boy Stefan will not be in first thing in the morning. He's going to be working on his car. You heard it first <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you here later on. All right, man? All right, no problem. Anytime. So, all, all right, right. Take care. Have a good night, Stefan. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, man. I mean, we like to bring people on. They're not always the uh, biggest subject matter experts or anything else like that. But, you know, it's somebody that has their head in the game. I mean, here's the thing. You know, if you're, you know, hard up for money and all that, you can't afford to, you know, go buy a, you know, four or $500 pistol, you know, or whatever else. Sounds spend 150 bucks on it. Sounds like you can get 150 bucks. You don't have to worry about, you know, anything with it. You, you know. And get it delivered to your house and all that, and and uh, that sounds like a pretty neat deal. So, oh yeah, you know that's that's something I uh, I might even take a look at. So exactly, and I know uh, my other half, her and her family, they're big into uh, black powder shooting too. Yeah, they actually uh, partake with the Barlow Mountain uh, Black Rifle Club. Oh okay, so 
up there out of Sandy, and those guys do a lot of competitions, a lot of competitions. Nice. And, yeah, I mean, her, her brother, her folks, uh, her grandparents and stuff, they all, you know, they all do it or did it, you know, throughout the generations. So it's kind of cool to see family traditions like that get carried on. You know, it's just like with the hunting and fishing and, you know, everything like that. So it's cool to see that. Absolutely. And to actually be able to carry that on to our veterans and to be able to use that as an outlet for them is great to see. It really is because it gives them back that sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. especially after you spend a year over in the shit, you know, to come home and actually have something that seems, you know, normal again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's reassuring and it helps out with that adjustment. So I can only imagine. Oh, oh, man. Not Barlow Mountain, she says, by the way. Oh, not Barlow Mountain? Then who is it? Correct me, then, if I'm wrong. And and while she's correcting him, uh, I'd like to uh, give a big shout-out to Mariah and uh, to Morgan and Andy and everybody for getting the, uh, the bacon tacos tonight. Oh, Those yeah, the bacon tacos delicious, were awesome. And uh, we definitely really appreciate it. So. Oh, there it is. Barlow Trail Long Rifles. Then. Oh, oh. Yep. Man. That makes a little more sense. Yes, it does make more sense. I knew it was Barlow something. I really do. So if I messed up the name. He was kind of close. Yeah, kind of close. Kind of sort of not really. Yeah, well, you know. Whichever. Dub dub. Dub dub. Gum gum. <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us, all right? That it does. That it happens it does. to the best of us. So, again, we'll go ahead and... Uh, Give a quick shout-out to our sponsors over there at Threatcom 5 Clothing and Warrior Point. We'll give them their five seconds of fame right quick. Uh, also, real quick, just want to remind everybody for next week for the call-in line, we do have it posted on our Facebook page, but it is 541-904-0399. I also like to remind you to uh, check out our Facebook page and check out the new BB Nation t-shirts that are available from Threatcom yes. 5 Clothing. Yes, go uh, buy one. Buy I, one uh, now. I think uh, about uh, 20 minutes after he posted that, uh, I had mine purchased. Yep. So, yep. Uh, yeah, we're looking looking forward to that coming in. And uh, had mine done. Had I actually bought two. Oh, oh, did you buy one for the little lady? Yes, I did. Good man. So, Good man. And I also and she kind of yelled at me afterwards too. Why? She's like, "Why? What'd you get?" I said, "Well, I got you the same one I got." No, oh. there's only one shirt, and she's just like, "Well, can you talk to?" those guys over there and see if they can look us up well what do you want well do they have it in a women's i'm wait, pretty sure they do wait do they minute. have it with a v wait a minute wait a minute wait a i'm minute. pretty sure we can she is the one you were supposed to talk to and make sure to place the order this was after oh okay i had already made the order okay gotcha and so she gave me her size and the type of shirt that she wanted and yeah chad got us hooked up Nice. So, because uh, I was like, hey, dude, I know I already made my order and stuff, but is there any how we can make an adjustment? He's like, got you covered, man. You're golden. There you go. So. Okay. Did, so were we going to hear from him again? To number to call in. You're, I already gave that. Nobody cares, Inga. What'd you say? I am not always wrong. Uh, yeah, Inga got one, too. I guess uh, she got hurt. She purchased hers as well. So, Oh, nice. Outstanding. So, yeah. That's great. No, everybody go on there and and again, it uh, you know, all the proceeds from the from the t-shirts go to uh, go to a great cause uh, that is not our wallets. Yeah. And uh, goes to a <laughs> goes to a great veterans cause and goes uh, to buying more. 
Yeah, and absolutely, yes. So, Oh, no, no, Inga, I do know her size. I just want to make sure that she had the right type of shirt. No, she Inga, she wanted the ladies' cut shirt rather than the, the men's normal cut. men's T-shirt. That's what the deal was. Yes. So, anyhow, so here we go with a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, Bulldog here. I realize that you have plenty of options when it comes to veteran apparel. But the only way you're going to truly know which one you like and which one feels best for you is if you check them all out. So I'm asking you, go to ThreatCon5Clothing.com and check out our wide variety of hats, hoodies, stickers, and of course t-shirts. That's www.ThreatCon5Clothing.com. American made, combat veteran approved. And don't forget, wear the grenade. Hi everyone, J-Dub here from BB Nation Radio to speak with you about our friends over at Warrior Point. Warrior Point is a nonprofit organization focused on bringing veterans together to help service members from all branches and all areas of service to help rebuild the camaraderie forged between service members during their time in the military. And Warrior Point strives to accomplish their mission just like you do during your time of service. There's no fees to join and it's 100% free. So log on to Warrior Point with an E Dot org and become one of the uncommon few. Why does it always take the hard times to get people back together again? But I believe in America. I believe in America. Alrighty, thank you once again to our sponsors from over at Warrior Point as well as our good buddy Chad over at Threatcom 5 Clothing. Thank yes, you thank you, much, Chad. Guys. I can't wait to see those T-shirts. I know, right? So not only that, but we got our VRS shirts coming in, too. The well, new ones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got mine order, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. going to be awesome. 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 Yeah. <laughs> absolutely uh, brilliant. Yes, it is absolutely brilliant. I swear to God, dude, with some of the sound bites you got, you're, like, making me out to be the new Donald Trump, I'm telling you. Hey, look at that. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> so, all right, gang. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap things up here at BB Nation Radio. We do appreciate you guys chiming in for uh, episode four right here on the Spreaker app and whatever and wherever you may be listening to us from out here at the end of the Oregon Trail, Oregon City, Oregon, from the Cowboy Technology Studio. So, once again, I am your host, J-Dub, and sitting in for our co-host, Carl, is our producer, Josh, behind the mic. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, brother. And we'll be back next week right here on BB Nation Radio, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. And we will see you guys then. Bye-bye.